How has Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott performed in training camp so far? All that and more this episode of Locked On Cowboys Podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your Locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked On Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool out in Oxnard, California, uh, covering the Dallas Cowboys training camp practices. Go follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, how are you doing today, sir? We're here. Today is uh, not the first day of practice, but the first padded practice, which, you know, basically is the first day of practice. So uh, I'm excited. I can't wait to get out there. And there's lots to see. And and obviously, I was out there on Saturday, too. So I saw a little bit uh, during that practice. So I'm excited to talk about all of it. Yeah, let's talk about that Saturday practice because I actually got to see a good chunk of it. It was on NFL Network. You were there. Some mixed opinions on how Dak Prescott performed in that practice. I want to know your firsthand thoughts. How do you think Dak has looked so far in camp? I thought he's looked great. Uh, You know, I I think the thing that people need to kind of uh, calibrate their expectations to is that, you know, first of all, this is a a non-padded practice. And and to, to many, that would mean like, Oh, uh, uh, you know, it's the the throws sh- will be easy, and 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 that's and that's you know that it should be simpler. And and the reality is that Dak likes to use these kind of padded pra- these unpadded practices to try different arm angles to try things out. And and even with that kind of context, I felt like he's thrown the ball well. I think you know when the balls hit the ground, uh, there's been times when the the passes have been contested at at, at the point of attack. Uh, but I mean, we saw Dak on 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 Saturday throw a thirty yard dot to to Cooks down the sideline, yeah. which I think was actually featured on Training Camp Live on the site, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then another uh, play uh, when they were uh, inside the green zone where uh, uh, CD got a nice little kind of not quite a whip route, but got a rub route and got free in the back corner of the end zone, and Dak placed it there perfectly for him. And yeah, just a couple other ones where you know Dak was moving across the field, getting the ball down to, to Tolbert, and, and and you know just this is not exactly a, a situation where we're seeing a lot of challenging stuff yet, you know. And this is not exactly the point where today is the day where you're going to start. You have to make it that. challenging, right? Yeah. And so he's and he's he's really taking that opportunity without you know the rush in his face to. Uh, try different arm angles just to see, or d- different, you know, points of launch to see how the ball comes out and that sort of thing. Uh, you know, once the pads start coming on, once the the, the bullets start becoming live, I think you'll see kind of an, a more accurate uh, version of what Dak will look like uh, yeah. as opposed to, you know, a seven-on-seven practice where, you know, basically they're just trying to install and review the offense. And, and having said that, I still think Dak has looked really good. You mentioned the throw yeah. to Cooks. Very easily, like in a real game situation, could have just dumped that ball off to Cavante Turpin, who we can talk about in a little bit. Ran like a whip route from the slot, was wide open. Yeah. But you don't really need to practice throwing a five-yard ball in seven-on-sevens. That's not really what you're through there for, right? It's to see, okay, can where do I have to put this ball for Brandon Cooks? Do I where what, what shoulder do I put it on? How far out can I put it? That's the stuff that Dak and the receivers are trying to figure out early in camp. So when you get to the season. 
there's fewer of these mistakes and miscommunications. Like it, it I just don't care about seven on seven stuff without pads. Really, I don't really care about seven on seven stuff with pads. It's one practice, and I thought he looked awesome. I I love uh, you know the beat writers and, and the Cowboys, the team, the guys that cover the Cowboys. But it's you know for a long time we've seen a lot of these guys, and 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 even the really really good ones like Todd Archer, who's maybe the the godfather of of Cowboys beat writers right now, right? Um, they you know will do quarterback charting um for for like the whole practice and and and, and you know it, which Dak was all... really good in by the way i think i think yeah. Todd archer had the numbers like Dak was phenomenal in the quarterback charting and 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 but it, that still like seems you know silly at times because not all those completions are, are equal right yeah. those it's not like you're not even a game, comparing right yeah it's it's not even like you're comparing in game you know completions you're, you're talking about like practice reps where often they're doing stuff that's very specific they're trying to do uh, a very specific scenario and so it's a, a very much a learning situation you know it's just it's hard to get too high and too low about what you're seeing on in these unpadded practices it, it, and you shouldn't you know because no, it's 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 a lot of teaching it's a lot of learning i think we can get excited about what how the players look and how they're physically moving and some of the the ways that they're lining up and that sort of thing but as far as like their performance or trying to you know pr- progress that forward trying to get anything out of a fla- essentially a flag football game is you know, kind of pointless. Yeah, I, it doesn't matter. If Dak goes – if Dak were 11 of 11 in seven-on-seven seven drills and throws for 300 yards and three touchdowns, it really matter, right? But if he's not making the right read and he's just dumping the ball off, that's not what the coaches want. They want him to try stuff. They want him to experiment. They want him to start to get into a rhythm with yeah. some other receive, receivers outside of CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup, right? So that's what I care more about is – is Dak being aggressive in these drills? Is he pushing the ball down the field? And I think the answer to both of those questions is yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. He's pushing the ball down the field. And, and that's what the – I think you brought it up. You know, as they kind of change the, the system, we'll see a more West Coast system. It's going to be more tied to his feet. Are they going to continue to be aggressive throwing the football down the field? Uh, you know, look, again, <laughs> these practices don't aren't a guarantee of anything, but they certainly are backing up, backing off of throwing the ball down the field. Uh, especially to Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I, I think they're going to take a lot of shots down the field. At the same time, after practice on Saturday, Dak Prescott spoke with NFL Network, and he talked about, hey, the goal is to get rid of the ball quicker this year and be qu- quick and accurate. Um, one of the players that he mentioned, I just want to bring this up really quickly, Yeah, yeah. who could potentially help this offense after the catch is Kevontae Turpin. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm always really cautious about these type of receivers you know, having great training camps and then not translating into the season. But do you buy that Cavante Turpin could actually be a part of this offense? Yeah. I mean, simply because, like, this isn't like <laughs> – I'm going to bring his name up again. This isn't like John Vea Johnson where, uh, you know, this guy is is trying to earn a role on the team and, and, and you know, they're, he's just trying to find a level of consistency to help him make the team – I mean, Turpin is has got a spot on the team. Like he, he may he may not make the team, but like it's his spot to lose. I guess yeah. is the way yeah. to put it. And and so they're trying to look for uh, a role for him outside of his normal uh, uh, you know return duties. They're trying to expand his role. They're not trying to create a role here. So yeah. I do believe it a little bit, simply because I feel like there's a good chance that he's going to make the team if as the way things are right now. Um, and I think that, you know, they will find ways to use that skill set. I, I think that it 
the reason I believe this is because it lines up with other things, right? Like it they, uh, generally speaking, they are trying to, they are going to try to get the ball out, try to get the ball in their playmakers' hands and have them, you know, win after the catch, right? And and, and if you're going to do that, you might as well get the ball to your kick returner, punt returner type who's a water bug, right? Like right. That, that makes a lot of sense. So, uh, yeah, I do believe this simply because, you know, we've seen a little bit more of it. You've seen his, uh, Turpin's commitment to, you know, sticking around Dak and, and being a throw partner to him and, and, you know, going out to Georgia and all that. And, and I think that it, it just makes sense that this is kind of something that they tried to do a little bit of last year. They just didn't feel like maybe they had the time to kind of get things installed. Um, and now well, the Turpin was also just making the adjustment to the yeah. NFL, right? Like Absolutely, now, yeah. now he's got a full off season of becoming an NFL receiver, knowing this offense, knowing Dak, I, I don't know how big the role would be, but I could certainly see a bigger role for Turpin this year. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's the thing, right? Is that they're not going to necessarily force anything, but they've already got if they, if you already got him on the game day roster, you might as well have a couple yeah. plays in there to, to utilize his skill set, which is obviously unique. So uh, I, I do think that they will try to get him the ball in more unique ways this year, simply because he's a guy that likely will be on the game day roster. You might as well make him useful in other ways besides special teams. Let's talk about the defensive backs covering all of these receivers at Cowboys camp next. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That is $200 that you can spend betting on everything and anything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to get the first home run, all on an app that is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. I absolutely love FanDuel. It's where I place all my bets for the NFL, uh, for the preseason, which, yes, we're going to be betting on the preseason uh-huh. in the next couple of weeks. I can't, cannot wait. Absolutely uh, amazing. There is no better place, though, to bet on Major League Baseball than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That is FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast. Every day, we've got some special things lined up for you this week. We're going to be going two days. Now that the Cowboys are going to be in training camp, we're going to two days. So two episodes every single day, one in the morning, one after practice, kind of recapping everything that we saw. So make sure you guys are downloading the Lockdown podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube where you will get the shows alerted uh, to you every single day. Give us questions too. Give yes. us questions to yes. us for the afternoon. Yes, Absolutely. Uh, Lane, I want to talk about the defensive backs because we're going to ignore the trenches for a little bit because it's really hard to see what's going on with the trenches yep. without pads. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to whisper this. It's kind of meaningless. Like <gasps> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter until the pads come on. But I do think I do think you can get some good ideas about the defensive backs. So who has stood out to you so far uh, watching practice? Well, so, you know, obviously Wilson is out and McQuamu is out as well. So we've seen a lot of these kind of down roster safeties. We've seen a lot of Tyler Coyle. We've seen a lot of of uh, Sheldon Redwine. We've seen a lot of uh, of uh, just three uh, – Bell, Marquise Bell. Yeah. Uh, and one guy that's really stepped up, I think, is Wanye Thomas. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a guy that they, you know, has been in with the rest of these, these guys, frankly. It's just one of these, you know, t- 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 Coyle – Bell and 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 
Thomas. Yep. Thomas. I'm always forgetting there because there's so many of them. We're kind of a trio that have been on the back end of the safety roster for a year and a half, just kind of developing. And they've really liked all three of these guys. We've heard a little bit more about Coyle and about Bell, I think because – they have a, a little bit easier translation to game day rosters because they're a little bit bigger guys so that you can easily fit them on a whole bunch of different special teams. Um, but it's it's been Thomas that has really kind of shown you a little bit of something uh, uh, coming out a, a little bit. And I think that that's uh, one guy that, you know, to keep an eye on. We've talked about Bell, uh, you know, obviously a lot in Coyle. Uh, and, and Thomas has been part of that trio and is really of the three kind of been the one that's been the most active so far in these first few practices, I feel like. Um, I'll, I'll just interject. Keep in mind. Yeah. yeah, really quickly. Mike McCarthy, before the Saturday practice, as press conference, they asked him, who do you see making the biggest leap this year compared to last year? And he said, by the time training camp is over, I don't think anybody's going to improve their stock more than Wanya Thomas. So that's wow. really interesting that you you mentioned him. I do wonder, like, is there a chance that he just beats out Marquise Bell, who was on the 53-man roster all year? Wadi Thomas was on the practice squad. One other thing that I just want to mention is Wadi Thomas has some kickoff uh, returnability. He's also been a punt returner before. I think he could also play free safety a little bit. Yeah. Maybe they feel like he's got a little bit more, yeah. some more hats that he could wear on game day if needed. Yeah, I would say that he's definitely of the three, more of the free safety type, or at least can play the free safety spot a little bit uh, better, or at least has the athleticism type mm-hmm. that you're looking for there. Um, I, I think that, you know, it's it's funny because they've all felt very close uh, uh, as far as like where they are roster pecking order situations. Um, and, and I think that, that the thing that, that has kind of put the other two guys ahead of, of Wanya is, is the, what we've talked about, the... Uh, uh, you know, kind of uh, special teams aspect of this that that can really kind of change things. I, I think yeah. that Wanye has kind of changed the angles on that a little bit with his on-field play. So I, I think that's really where we're seeing kind of the 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 changing of the guard and that, or at least the pecking yeah. order between those three is is how he's playing on the field. Not that not that Bell and 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 uh, uh, completely, uh, completely forget uh, all three Coyle. of these guys. But, yeah, Coyle. Yeah, Bell, not, Coyle, not either Wanye one of them Thomas. has. Yeah, <laughs> not that either one of those two have, have played poorly so far. It's just that we've seen uh, 30 yeah. flashing out there quite a bit so far. And I have to ask you about Stephon Gilmore. So Tra- Trayvon Diggs has been out with a bruised toe. The Cowboys feel pretty optimistic that he's going to practice this week or next week. Just being careful uh, can, there. Can I add in but, something real quick? Uh, uh, Trayvon Diggs has been running around like a madman in practice. Like he, he was out there work, like stretching everything. Like I, I honestly believe that this is just a – extended veteran camp rest day with with yeah. with, with trevor trayvon Diggs. he's he's, he's flying around with when, when plays are happening down the field you see him sprinting down the field and stuff so it's also not it's a not bad a, idea because you've got so many yeah. young cornerbacks that are fighting for st- spots i'm going to ask you about nation right eric scott yeah. kelvin yeah. joseph in a second but how has stefan gilmore looked through the first couple unpadded practices this is just very clean and smooth you know like it's just uh it's it's a veteran corner. <laughs> you know, he's just like, no wasted mo- movements. He knows exactly what he's doing. Uh, you know, anticipating routes. Uh, it's just very, 
you know, when you see young corners that are like super athletic, it, it's it's frantic. It's all energy. They're all like balls of energy. So they they're explosive, but they're moving in all kinds of different directions sure. with these veteran guys who really, really know what they're doing. And it's all in their head. It's like everything is anticipated anticipatory right like everything they know exactly where their feet are going they know they're going to turn their hips here they know they're going to slide up the field uh so it's just it looks like they're moving slower uh in motion but they're but they're moving at still the same speed as everybody else and 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 that's you know that's kind of true smooth right that's what he looks like he looks like a guy that's just uh uh knows exactly what he's doing and and kind of not having to guess or, or not screwing up, not having to recover, uh, just be kind of constantly keeping it all in front of them. And what about Eric Scott, Nashawn Wright, Calvin Joseph, any of those guys standing out to you? Uh, Scott, I, you know, I tried to notice a little bit of uh, he, he was getting some work in some of the, uh, uh, you know, kind of seven on seven stuff uh, and, and was, you know, was up to it, was was being thrown at like short and, and making tackles and everything. I, I didn't see anything super uh, noteworthy from Scott uh, on Saturday's practice, like like apparently it's been happening the other days. But yep. he looked he looked fine. He definitely yep. looked the part. Looks he like looked, an NFL DB. It definitely looks like a like a starter corner. I mean, he's a big guy with length, and 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 like he looks very much like a Dan Quinn guy. So uh, I, I see the hype. I, I'd like to see him uh, play out a little bit more. Uh, and then who was rather Nation right? Nation yep. right. Right, uh, I think Wright has picked up where he's left off last year. You know, it, where you see it uh, with with you know, there's there's a snap where he plays it perfectly. His body doesn't, you know, when he does it right, you don't notice that he's six three or whatever. Yeah, six and, and, four. And, yeah. and so you, what it is is that he he looks smooth. He keeps it all in front of him. Uh, and and the, and his game is going to need to look more and more yes. like Gilmore because I think it's really about that kind of having the confidence to know what you're doing and, and be able to move your body in the way that is you know keeps you from being put in a disadvantageous position. He doesn't have the kind of you know it, it, the contrast with him is always Kelvin Joseph, right? Who is oh, yeah. just insanely twitchy, has the most fluid hips maybe on the team. Uh, but is just kind of all over the place, right? He uses that 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 uh, that that hip flexibility and that speed to kind of help him recover because he's kind of just going in, in all directions. Whereas when Wright does it well, it's all very uh, looks very smooth. It looks very in control. Oh yeah, it's low, and he and he's very difficult, obviously, at the point of attack to beat. Uh, and then you know, but we're we're still seeing it where he needs the consistency. That's that's the yeah. issue with Wright needs to kind of do it on every single down. I saw him make you know, have three great snaps and then one where he gave up a long play. And it was like, I need you to finish the practice all positives. Right. Yep. And like, yeah, exactly. Uh, let's talk about what we're excited to see at the Cowboys first pad of practice on Monday next. All right, Atlanta, the Cowboys have their first pad of practice on Monday. What are you looking forward to seeing in this practice? Well, first things first, we got to talk about Mozzie Smith, obviously. Uh, you know, the, he was the first round pick. We really, we've seen him out there. We've seen some interesting kind of, uh, 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 you know, padded uh, stance stuff that, that I think is important because we want to see exactly what he's going to look like getting off. Um, I, I think the other part of the, what what we need to see is, is the rest of the offensive line. You know, I, I think Mozzie is kind of the headliner because we haven't seen yet much of him in left yet. 
But I, I still want to see, you know, where Biotish is, where where uh, uh, Tyler Smith is at guard and, and, and those sort of things. Linebacker play is obviously going to be important as well here, as well as running backs. Like, obviously, everything that's involved in the box is is super important today just because we got to see what it is. So yeah. Deuce Vaughn is going to be really interesting to see, see today. It'll be interesting to see if Pollard is participating today. Um, uh, you know, we need to see a little bit from Malik Davis and, 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 uh, Rico, that uh, <laughs> was it again. Uh, Rico, Gabe, no, Rico Dowdle. Rico, Rico Dowdle. Dowdle. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and, and we need to see, you know, exactly where those guys are. And, 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 you know, so the running backs, I think are obviously a big part linebackers because that this is really where they start to, uh, to show. And then, and then, uh, uh, you know, like I said, the, the trench guys, we need to see Mozzie and, and not even just that, too. But like, how are they lining up? Like, are they are they using any kind of interesting uh, formations on defense uh, to kind of take advantage of the fact that they have Mozzie and, and yep. Hankins? So uh, all that will be really interesting to see kind of how it gets played out. Every, basically, just everything in the trenches is is important. But I'm starting with uh, these defensive lines, specifically Mozzie Smith, to see where he's at. Yeah, Junior Pahoku is another guy I want to see. Just where they line him up and how he looks. Is he is he overwhelmed playing inside? Just somebody that I'm keeping an eye on. I also really want to see that left side of the offensive line, like Tyron yeah. Smith and Tyler Smith. It's been, we we have not really gotten to see this in pads for what a year now. Them playing together, and now Tyler Smith has got a year under his belt. Are those just are those two guys on the left side just absolutely dominating? Is it a little clunky? I think. I think we'll find out pretty early in camp how they look like. And then the right guard spot. I mean, you and I both think Zach Martin is going to be here relatively soon, despite maybe what Jerry Jones says to the the media. But in the meantime, what does it look like? What does it look like with Terrence Steele coming back from uh, his ACL injury? Who's playing right guard? Is it Josh Ball? Is it Chuma Doga? I, I just want to see how those guys look. Yeah, and 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 you know, well, let's go and 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 you know, all these guys that are that are kind of coming in as as sort of younger players that are are going to be important backups. We need to see those guys as well. Yep. So we haven't gotten a ton of reports, and, and even the reports have gotten. I mean, again, it's it's non padded, so yep. uh, it's really important that we focus on that stuff. And then obviously, uh, you know, the rest of the team and how they react to pads, because obviously it's a physical sport all the all the way around. And, and just stay even, healthy. That's the most yeah. important thing. Just stay, stay upright, stay off the ground. As the coaches keep yelling uh, throughout practice, yeah. stay off the ground, stay off the ground. Uh, so we'll see exactly, you know, how that all plays itself out. I, I think it's really important to see just how physical uh, these guys are at some of these other positions that we don't kind of get to see that physicality. I also want to see, like, can they finish practice without Micah Parsons just ruining every 7-on-7 seven seven or 11-on-11? 11 11? Because so far, I mean, in the clips that I've seen, I mean, he's absolutely dominant. Now, I know it's not fair that he's going against, like, Chuma Doga one-on-one sometimes on that uh, right side. But, hey, if, he, if he's going to get matchups like that, he's going to have to absolutely eat, and he is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was funny, you know. They had a uh, a drill where they were doing races, uh, getting off the line of scrimmage, uh, and uh, Demarcus Lawrence beat Parsons in one of them. Actually, I think he beat him in two of them, and uh, it was it was pretty funny. <laughs> like how Demarcus well, Lawrence mean, would not let Parsons down on that. Yeah, so. well, Demarcus pretty Lawrence, funny. pretty quick guy, despite being yeah, as he's, big as he yeah. is. Though. Yeah. Uh, There's a reason he's good too, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, that is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen every day. Again, every day. We're going two times uh, a week, all week long with Landon. Two times. Oh, sorry, two times a day. Not two times a week. Two times, two times a, times a day. day. 
uh, with Landon out and Oxnard, as Jerry Jones would call it. Uh, be sure to follow us on YouTube. We are free and available on all platforms. Go follow Landon for camp updates at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you guys next time.